What is, what date is this is this episode coming out on? Is this is this literally going to come out on the first of April? I don't want any shenanigans from you, Buck. No you, shenanigans. Who, who, what are you talking about? Who I do? Man, I just, listen. You know who our special guest is. We've. Why would I do shenanigans on such a momentous day? Well, yeah, I'll have him sue you. Uh, <laughs> like that would be the first time I've been sued <laughs> at the helm of his boat. Anyway, but I'm very excited because. I mean, this like for two years, two, two and a half years, we've been trying to get this guy on. Yeah, and it's been it finally happened. <laughs> well, I so. mean, we've, he's been on, he's been on in spirit, but it's about time we have the fabulous, the 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 legal eagle. Wait, 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 what are you doing? I'm trying to do your shtick. <laughs> <laughs> he introduces himself, jerk. Oh, fine. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only international podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Nick Ricada of Ricada Law, and with me today, special guest from the red state of North Carolina, Uncle Buck. Yeah! And also, from the great white north of Cuckada, Joel <laughs> Chaco! <laughs> Hola, me and Chata! How are you guys? Oh, man. It, it's, uh, it's been too long we've been waiting for this guy to be on our show. Way too long. Two and a half years of doing yeah, this show, excited. trying oh. all the time, every week. How, what We've had some really high caliber guests in the past two and a half oh. years. We had, uh, we had uh, I mean, just... Well, I, got, I finally got Bill Burr. Um, around, I remember like, that. You know, I, yeah, we got Bill Burr. Uh, we had President Donald Trump in episode, episode 45. 45. Very, very classic right? episode. That one, that one, I mean, I wish he could have stayed on a little bit longer, but, we, you know, that was a big one. Uh, we had Dr. Phil. Yeah. Um, we I had, particularly, you guys had the corpse of Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg on. That was amazing. <laughs> that was about fantastic. Ago. Yeah, well, that was really great. Technically um, speaking, we had the lady who played Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> in, in her, uh, in, in the, in the notorious, uh, RBG. Um, but, uh, we also had, let's see, um, uh, we had Jordan Peterson and, yeah. and Jesse later Lee we had, Peterson. we had, uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh. So yeah. you're not even on the first lawyer we've had on this show, Nick. Um, but we have had just an incredible string of guests. And, you know, I, I, I think back over the last few years, and, I, and, and one of the things that always gets to me is, is how it could have ended earlier. And yet we just triumphed on. And, yeah. and, and through doing this, we have been able to get ourselves, you know, into some of those big places. Like when, when Buck and I were doing the Joe Rogan podcast that time, yeah. um, you know, I remember looking at him going, is this for real? Like, is this for real? You have and, that moment where you think, it, what were the steps of my life that led to this moment? It seems so surreal. Exactly. You know, he's and talking like, about DMT and you got Elon Musk <laughs> calling in all the time. It's just, yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah, it's, get there. well, I mean, it's, the, it's, it's just the, the reward for perseverance, dedication, and mastery of your craft. I mean, that's, that, that's what's happened absolutely. here. The reward and, and for no mastery of our quitting. craft was getting out of debt to you, sir. That was, that was the turning point, I think. I yes. honestly think that was the turning it, point of the entire show. It solved a lot of, uh, it solved a lot of tension between us, I, w I would say. Uh, definitely. Well, and, 
look at you, man. Like you've taken off since then too. I mean, like you've, you've had a, you've had a, your own star rising since then. I mean, I'm not going to say you've ridden off our coattails completely, but you know, but I did you, write your theme song. Yeah, that it's, is true. Oh, it's been a huge boost. I mean, you guys have always been, you've always been great. You've stood behind me, even as, as things like flew past, uh, it was, it was always nice to get, uh, to get that special nod from you guys. And, and it's really helped out along the way. Well, uh, no, it's, it's great to have you here, man. So uh, that now the, the one thing that I have a bit of an issue with is that, you know, we had a long string there as well where we were running ads for you and we were, we were running your news network. And well, I mean, I, not to bring, not to, not to, sorry, I don't mean to start things off on this kind of a weird yeah. foot. No, no, no. It's all all professional. Very fine. It's, it's good. Yeah, but I mean, you know, like we're a little bit behind in... Well, we can get to that later, I guess. I mean, yeah, you know, I we mean, can get to that. Yeah, there's no real point in getting into that. But I mean, you're our guest here. So, I mean, why don't you kick us off kick us, kick us off right? Do you have an issue you want to like to bring in with us today? Yeah, no? you, go, you go first. Yeah, I absolutely do. I do. Um, uh Okay, do I get the do I get the bell? Do I get the bell? Here's what I don't get. People who don't dodge service of process. Wait, what? What? Uh is wait. He, is he gone? The, well, that's the Skype drop sound, so yes. Are you serious? What? Uh, Alright. That's you, weird. Did you catch that? Um okay. well, wait, wait, look, I mean he lives out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe he's got internet problems. We'll give him a minute here. <sighs> we'll give him okay. a minute. Yeah, we'll wait for him. I mean, I was excited to have him. You know, like, I only have one problem. Sorry, I mean, I only got what? one issue, so. I only got one issue that I brought. Uh, Nick, well, can I try to get him again? He's, look, he's logged off. <sighs> Great. He's blocked me. <laughs> like, he's disappeared from. What did he say it was? His issue? I'm going to have to go back and listen to that again. That's it's like dodging service calls. What? Oh wait a minute! Okay, oh, I see. I, I'm, I'm smelling. I'm smelling what the rock is cooking here. What a guy! What a guy! You know what? Here we are being all nice with him at the beginning, and now we got to go on. This is unbelievable. Okay, it's gonna be a short episode this week, ladies and gentlemen. I'm terribly sorry. Wow, I did not. I did not expect him to just leave. Like that is such ditches. a That's move. man. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Um, are you? Pre- I, I I got. I have one issue prepared. Do you I've want got me to an issue. Jump into- Who wants to yeah. go first? I'll I'll go. You know what? <clears throat> um, when I last tried to get this one in, I wasn't able to get it in in time because we just didn't have enough time for it. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Might as well. I mean, got plenty of time now that Nick's gone. Yeah. So um, yeah, here we go. Uh, here's what I don't get: the Mandela effect. Okay, I've heard I- of this. I think. <clears throat> Except yeah, I heard it called uh, the Mondale effect. Yeah, that's that's the funny thing. Yeah. Um, So so the Mandela effect is this weird thing where people kind of I don't know if they misremember things or in some ways people think that there's actually some some kind of weird sorcery going on. That's like making it so that we are all in some sort of weird alternate timeline. And so uh, it comes. Yeah, so I remember it as the, the, the Mandela effect because I'd heard that there are people out there who actually believe at one point in time that they remembered seeing the funeral for Nelson Mandela 
in like the 90s. And then when he like actually died later on, they were like, wait, I thought he had already died. And that was kind of the first. And then there's another group of people. And you brought up the Mondale effect. And these are this is a very strange group of people because they actually believed that Walter Mondale won the the 1984 U.S. presidential election, which, as you and I both know, was won by Ronald Reagan. Yeah. And like in a landslide. I mean, there's there's photographic evidence of him riding a velociraptor in his (laughs) inaugural speech. (laughs) Exactly. But I mean, yeah, these same people think that Al Gore won in 2000. They still think that uh, uh, Hillary Clinton won in 2016. It's just this strange derangement that that is going on. But it's what's interesting to me is like, um, so the reason I bring it up is because a little while back, um, you remember when we had Owen Benjamin on the show? Yeah, that was a great Uh, episode, man. Yeah, it was a fantastic, classic episode. I'd probably put it in my top three. Um, but uh, when we had Owen Benjamin on the show, uh, he, you know, off air, he was kind of mentioning that this is something that was bothering him. And um, he, on his video podcast, on his, on his YouTube channel, yeah. uh, he went off on a long rant about the Mandela effect. And one of the major ones that people brings up, like the kind of the first one that people bring up is um, the Berenstain Bears. Do you remember the Berenstain yes, yes, Bears? Yes, yes, yes. Because I remember I got the McDonald's toys when I was a kid. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And up here in Canada, uh, we had a cartoon for it, the Berenstain Bears. But he remembered it as the Berenstain Bears. Bears. Like Berenstain, like Stein. Like like, Jewish, yeah. Yeah, like Jewish, like they were like Jewish bears. And, but uh, clearly, (laughs) he just made the brackets. (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so the <clears throat> the Berenstain Bears um, is spelled B E R E N S T A I N, like a stain on the carpet. It's stay on the carpet. It, there's people that swear it was S T E I N, and and this messes them up. And so, it, so there's it's, another one. It's because bears poop on the carpet. They don't. <laughs> I That's mean, exactly what Janet no Stan Berenstain we're going for. <laughs> there's like no Jewish bears. A, you don't walk up to a bear in the woods and go lahayim. You know, you just get eaten. <laughs> I don't know if you've you've seen Inglorious Bastards. There's uh, no, I haven't. You haven't seen the movie Inglorious Bastards? When have we had time, dude? We do That's like three episodes a week. True, true. I mean, it's what the people wanted. Um, so, but anyways, I. Uh, so, so, so the Sparenstein bears is one that people point to as like a, as like a, yes, that's, that's clearly, that's clearly, uh, uh, the, the, the universe glitched and, uh, you know, because it was Berenstein and now it's Berenstein. Um, but Owen went off on this big one. Um, and he, he was, he was really upset about this one. This one's the one that was really messing with his head. And I have to say, I disagree with him vehemently. Um, but it was, um, you know, the movie, uh, Field of Dreams. Have you ever seen a movie, Field of Dreams? I think I watched it when I was a kid, maybe. I don't really remember that much. Okay, Um, so he put it out there to his his group, and he said, finish this sentence for me. If you build it... They will come. That's wrong! That's wrong. wrong. It's wrong. It's if you build it, he will come. He if will you come. build it, he will come. Yes. So, and, 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 and he was going off on this. Yeah, exactly. Everybody thought it was, it, they will come. And I know where that comes from. And this is just misremembering things. Okay. So, uh, for instance, okay. So if you watch the movie, 
The opening sequence is Ray Kinsella. And I know this because I know this movie like the back of my hand. I've seen this movie like a hundred times and and I've read the books and like, like my kid, my oldest son is named after a character from the same author's line of books. Like I just, this is exactly like the, the original book was called Shoeless Joe and it's, it's got a, a slightly different take on it than the movie does. So at the beginning of the movie, Ray Kinsella is out in his cornfield and he gets, he hears this voice and the voice says, if you build it, he will come. That was for our AMSR listeners, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he will come and he doesn't know what it means. What, you know, and he's like, who's playing with me? You know, he gets all mad about it. And he's like, okay, that's it. Who is it? And then he, he hears it again. He hears it like a third time and he looks off and he sees Ray Liotta playing the part of Shoeless Joe kind of off in the distance. So he's like, whoa, wait, like Shoeless Joe. Okay. Yeah. What? Like his dad's favorite baseball player. So he, he, he says it to his wife. He's like, you know, I, I hear this voice in the field. If he build it, he will come. And she's like, who's he? And he's like, I don't, I think it's Shoeless Joe. And she's like, that's crazy. Well, it's you like know? Obamacare. And, you got to build it to find out. You got you to pass exactly. it to find out what's in it. <laughs> so he, he's like, on faith alone, he goes to go and build this baseball field just to see his dad's favorite baseball player play again, Shoeless Joe. And it wasn't to get the whole team of baseball players yet because he didn't know that that was a possibility. So he builds the field. And then all of a sudden his daughter comes up because he waits and waits and waits. And like, he even goes through like a winter and all of a sudden, like, you know, every night he leaves the lights on, he leaves it all ready for like somebody to come out. And like, all of a sudden his daughter goes, uh, daddy, there's a man out on your lawn. And he's delivering and- your power bill from those giant lights. You're, you're <laughs> exactly. So, he, so he comes out and he, and he sees that it's shoeless Joe and he wants to play catch with him and throw, throw the baseball to him. And then like later on, the guy says, Hey, you know, there's others, you know, there's others and I can go and bring them. So they bring them in and they're like all happy with this thing. It was like completely out of nowhere that it was going to have a whole team of players out there. Yeah. So it was not, they will come and where people get a, a little bit switched around is that at the end of the movie, no spoilers. The movie has been out since 1989. So the, 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 at the end of the movie, the James Earl Jones character, who is basically the JD Salinger character, who's been rewritten as a, as a hip, uh, you know, a hippie, uh, beatnik yeah. writer. Um, he uh, he says to him because they're worried about losing their farm, and they're tr- they're being told by the brother-in-law like, "Oh, we got to sell the farm. You got to get rid of it. That's the only way you can get out, get yourself out of trouble. And you got to plow under the field. You got to plow. You got to get back to to corn." And uh, he says, uh, th- and all of a sudden they they say they start saying, "People will come, Ray. People will come." And so the message is, you got to keep this here, and there will be people from all over the place that will come to this field to watch these greats play. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, the end of the, he finally goes with it, and then all of a sudden it, it, yes, he gets to meet his dad again. He doesn't know that he was going to meet his dad. That's never been established throughout it. And so Owen was really upset about this because he was like, why would they say he will come when it was clearly to get the baseball players? And it's like, well, if you've watched the movie, nothing changed. It, nothing changed. It was always he will come. Well, it's 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 kind of like um, the 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 quote gets misremembered because of the convenience of it, and the plot totally. doesn't make sense at that point. Kind of like uh, the misquote from from The Empire Strikes Back. Luke, and that's I'm your another father. classic one. Yeah, that's a classic when one. He yeah. doesn't say Luke. I'm your father. He says No, no I am I'm your father. Your father. He, doesn't, exactly. he doesn't use direct address at all. He's like, No, you little prick. I am your father. 
So, <laughs> but the, here's the thing is there's actually a phenomenon like that where we misremember things. So for instance, they, they did a, a study and I think it had to do with like, for instance, um, commercials can screw with your head. So, yeah. um, you know, like remember when you were a kid and you'd go to like a, like a sporting event or something like that and they would sell you like a, like a glass bottle of Coca-Cola and you yeah. drink from it and you, no, that never happened. That never happened. It was only in the commercials that they have. Like, they're always like passing on. No sporting event has ever handed out well, glass bottles. Now that you mention to- it, that does make a lot of sense because glass bottles of Coke become fantastic projectiles. <laughs> exactly. Just imagine uh, the, the guy on third base who you're really like, man, he's really been getting your guys. And uh, <laughs> Do you know how dangerous that would be? It's always been in cups. You know, always- I think I'm going to peg that dude right in the bean. I got his number. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No, I see they, what you're talking about now. Yeah. So they that is effective these, these marketing. Kind of, exactly. And so, like, there's all types of these misremembered quotes and and stuff. But now we're gonna get down the deep rabbit hole. Well, wait. <clears> I, <throat> there's one that came out here recently too. Oh, what was this, that? You brought it up. Uh, oh, about us. Well, no, no. I was gonna talk about Sinbad. Oh, that's right. I heard about that one. Yeah, yeah. The, but wait the, a minute. There's one about us. Yeah, I got this dude. Did you not get to see that? It was on the Facebook page. We had somebody send us, um, like they had a crazy one. You know, about I don't us to check the Facebook page anymore. We have ghostwriters for that. I know, but dude, I had somebody forward this to me. It was the craziest one I'd ever heard. Okay, get this. There, there's listeners of this show. Okay, that that remember at at a certain point of the show, I left the show. What? And went and started my own side project that never went anywhere and kind of sucked. And then, and then you went and you actually went on to like do the show for a little while and then you left it too. What kind of and weird fever dream is this? I, I know it's, it's bizarre. And so, so basically like all of our, like all the major guests that we got, all the A-listers, like that never happened in this world. Like, I don't really like this timeline very much, but like, this is... It sounds what really sucky. Yeah. It's so, so basically, you and I, we both left the show. Somebody else is running the show now in this timeline. And they, and they don't do anything political. And like, it's, it's mostly just, you know, like, it's, it's, it's totally different vibe. I mean, they like it, but it's like not. Wait, what is, what is here's what I don't get without Buck and Chaco? And, and yeah. then, that was the other thing. Buck and Chaco. Apparently, we then later on down the road, like we go take like a hardcore Christian bent and start our own show doing that. It's that's the weirdest thing ever. Nah, I'd see exactly. I mean, when like, I heard we're it, both I was like, agnostic go back. at this point. So that's exactly. Yeah, so take uh, take man. your meds, take your meds as is basically we want to pass along to these people. But that one weirded me out. But I mean, I know I know it's not true. So you know, I don't I what I don't know what to say to that. But like. Here's the one that actually got me. The one that scared me was JFK. Okay. Um, okay. So, so, so this is not, I, is this related to that or is it different? Totally different. This is an actual one that I misremembered. Wrong. Okay. Okay. So I remember back when I first got into like conspiracy videos, not Mandela effect videos, but conspiracy videos, like kind of the advent of YouTube. Yeah, I remember somebody was like kind of passing on this one where it was like it was looking at the Zapruder film, and I remember watching it over and over again. Somebody posed this 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 idea. I didn't buy into it, by the way. I'm just going to 
I'm just going to say it, but like, I mean, I remember it was compelling, which was maybe the driver shot him and they, you, you see it and you slow it down. And then there's this kind of, he looks over his shoulder and it looks like he's pointing something in the back seat, and then blammo. And then he's, and then he drives off. Right. And for that to work, it needs to be a, a regular four seater convertible. Yeah. But that's not what he was riding in. He was riding in a weird six-seater convertible that had three rows of seats. Did you know that? Huh. Yeah. I mean, I guess I never really thought about it. Yeah. Go watch the film. This is that, and, and when I saw that, I was like, wait up, what? And yeah, there's like another row of people in the middle. There's six people in that car. Huh. I totally remembered it as four. Yeah. But now there's six. I mean, come to think of it, yeah, like, and maybe I just didn't pay attention. I haven't watched that video in so long because it's kind of weird watching someone get their brain, their brains blown out. But well, and not not to keep making references to Kevin Costner, who was a fantastic guest in episode ninety seven. That was that was amazing. <clears throat> I told you, top three was Owen, Owen Benjamin was in there, but like my number one is clearly Kevin Costner. Um, it's a call up between that one and uh, when we had Asterios on early in the show. Oh right, yeah. When he was when he when he had the time to come on and and you know like that was a, actually yeah he was he was one of our funniest guests. For, and that for was sure. that was early, very early in the show. That was like episode very eight, early. wasn't it? Eight, eight or nine, something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he definitely made it onto the show at that point. Um, so there, so the, the let's so I say I, I watched some conspiracy videos. Now to do some research for this topic, I tried to figure out some of the reasons people give to this Mandela effect or Mondale effect, whatever you want to call it. Um, the Mandarin effect. Yeah. Yeah. So the Mandarin effect. <laughs> so, so uh, a lot of people are putting the blame on the large Hedron Collider at CERN. Now, are you familiar with CERN? Yeah. It's, it's like, the large it's like Hadron miles and miles and miles of uh, basically curved beam pipe and they accelerate particles and smash them together. Right. In it, like, unbelievable like almost light speed yeah and so that i don't know what they're trying to do with it but i mean like they might be like trying to make little black holes or or, or antimatter or, or something like that well you know if you have a particle accelerator of that size the only application for it is busting ghosts <laughs> that's your reference <laughs> i had to spend it somewhere man okay if you're gonna spend your reference on that and then i'm gonna have to say uh, I understand that apparently there are some people out there as well who believe that um, that the World Wrestling Federation changed its name to WWE instead of WWF, which makes no sense. Why would you, WWE? I mean, maybe of they look kind of similar, and they're pretty close to each other in the alphabet. It's a stupid name. I don't know why you would ever go with it, but I mean, yeah. yeah. So there's my ref wrestling reference. But did you <clears> find that out in Paraguay? <laughs> I definitely found that out in Paraguay. Uh, so basically this CERN, which, I mean, you go down on this rabbit hole, it's a fun one. Because um, if you even look at the logo of it, I mean, you know, us being agnostics, uh, this doesn't really mean a lot to us. But um, if you look at the logo, it's, it, it, some people actually point out that it, it looks like it's, had, it's built from a 666. Like I mean, it's got like a... Edgy, edgy imagery is everywhere. Of course. And I mean, if you're going to be creating like black holes and, and you know, yeah. antimatter and stuff like that, why not dabble in 
you know, weird just, Luciferian references, I guess. Troll is, people with weird dances at your ceremonies and stuff. Who cares? It's, well, yeah, that know. was the other thing. Yeah, they had these extremely weird satanic type looking stuff going on. I mean, if you're going to party in a large Hadron Collider, I mean, I guess you might as well do it that way. But anyway, so. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting. And then you keep going down that, that rabbit hole. And then apparently like the, the, the it's causing all of these changes of our reality, including like the Bible itself. So, I mean, I'm not very familiar with the Bible. I rarely read it at all, if anything. But I mean, I might if, have if one I, somewhere like under, under yeah. my coffee table. Right. But apparently like there's a there's a line in it at the, in Genesis. And this really disturbs some people. But there's a line in it in Genesis where it's about uh, it's when Adam and Eve get kick, kicked out of the uh, kicked out of the, the Garden of Eden. And it yeah. says uh, and, and basically there, you know, God's punishing this the serpent and says, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman and uh, he, he will he, he will crush your head and you will strike at his heel. Right. Right. But now it's changed. It's just he will bruise your head and he will bruise your heel. So, like, I mean, if you know, the, these people actually believe that, like, Satan's changing the Bible. And I mean, I, that's when I tapped out. That's when I tapped out because I was like, I don't, I haven't, I, I mean, this is not my smart. wheelhouse. If you're going to, if you're going to win, I guess you got to just actually like rewrite, rewrite the code. Yeah, change um, the book but, a little bit, mess it, throw some books out, add some books in, you know. <laughs> get some yeah, rewrites. Exactly. Exactly. Add the word alone, you know, but yeah. uh, it's, it's, that's crazy. So, so I don't know, man, have you had any of these kind of Mandela effects? Like I know you brought up Star Wars. Um, there's another Star Wars one in there. That's a little bit weird. Like, have you ever noticed about C-3PO? His leg? I, okay. So um, I did notice this because uh, I went back and watched it with Aunt Buck uh, a couple years ago. And I was like, wait a minute, his leg is a weird color. And I thought, yeah, well, that must be like when they, when they redid the uh, the digital nonsense yeah. back in the nineties. No, so I, well, my brother the has the VHS tape. Yeah, from like nineteen eighty something. So we he, dusted off a VCR, and it's there. Yeah. It's just a little harder to see because of the low quality. Yeah. So 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 for the listeners who aren't familiar with what we're talking about, you think of C three PO and you think of him as all gold. Yeah. But but apparently that's not true. His like I think it's his left. Like from his left knee down, yeah, it's exactly. silver. Yeah, it's super weird. And we're not talking about that red, that red arm he had in in the in the best Star Wars movie that ever came out, The Force Awakens. Um, but <clears throat> box office gold. Yeah, exactly. Not nearly as good as as uh, as the Last Jedi, which was. I mean, I didn't think that they'd take it to a new level. Yeah, but they did. Mind it blowing. was incredible. Like Ryan Johnson. Apparently, I didn't know this guy, but now he's the greatest director in the whole world. Like everybody loves him. So, you know, it's I the guy can do no wrong. So um, uh, are there any others that you can think of? Like I know the uh, like interview with I think it's either with the vampire or interview with a vampire. Remember that movie with like Brad Pitt? uh, I'm not sure. I don't even know uh, anymore. Now I'm doubting everything. Well, I mean. It is weird. Um, I don't know, man. I would have to sit and think. I mean, you kind of sprung this on me. Um, I was thinking like uh, commercials I used to watch. There's one commercial that used to terrify me as a kid, and I have gone down every YouTube rabbit hole. You know, like they have those those channels of like just old commercials of stuff. Yeah. I cannot find a reproduction of this commercial to save my life. 
and it's for like a toilet cleaner where and I, I was a little guy young enough to be scared by a commercial all right so just bear that by in a mind. toilet cleaner commercial okay yeah this guy is like standing there at the sink he's like shaving or brushing his teeth or something and he turns and looks and his toilet is turned into frankenstein what and because you know it needed cleaned or whatever and so that <clears throat> messed with me as a kid and i have gone like i've no one i talked to my parents don't remember that commercial at all like nothing weird um there's a house i used to live in uh in the middle of town and i have weird memories of places in that house that my parents say don't exist events that never happened so i don't know like I mean, those are just personal to me though i know so like what go ahead if we get if we can get nick Ricada back on i mean forgive what he just did to us but if eh. we can get him back on I'm wondering if you have a case to actually sue CERN for for punitive damages if they are the ones who caused this. Well, I mean, I could, but it's not like we're hurting for money these days, so who cares? It's just a fair enough. I would I rather think it's put a out a bounty thing, on the commercial. Though? It's a principal thing. Owen Benjamin would respect us a lot more if we actually stood up for these kind of things. Because I mean, you know, if they're going to mess with us, you know, the, yeah. we're going to show Owen the big bear. Uh, you know, <laughs> we're going to show him some, 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 that we have balls still and that we're not, because yeah. I, I didn't like it so much when he called us sellout shills, um, on his, like, yeah. I think, well, you know, it was, it was yeah, cause we had, had Cern, had it's cause we had Cernovich on, on, yeah, back after on his twice. Heel after, turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so that's my, that's, that's my issue, uh, for today. Uh, Man, that's, you, that's very thought, that's very compelling. I, you know what? I want people to. You know, leave messages or or uh, write into the show and let us know if you have any that you thought of. I mean, like, you know, is there or is there not a hyphen between kit and cat on a Kit Kat bar? You tell me, you know, like, I mean, those kind of things, we don't know. So you, you, you we are asking you, uh, if you have any of those kind of false memories or, or anything like that, if you do remember drinking a Coke out of a Coke, out of a glass bottle at a high school football game, so uh, let us know. Maybe, you know, con con correct us. But uh, that's, that's I my issue. I desperately want to have glass bottle Cokes at a sporting event now. But that's, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the Mandela effect. I just want to chuck glass <laughs> bottles at people now. That that is man. That's my new goal in life. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Honestly, I have to thank you for this. This is gonna. I'm gonna dream about that tonight when I when I go it's, to bed. Yes, and it'll be a false memory. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have dreams about uh, whatever. I mean, I'm not a sports guy. You know that. But whatever team I'm watching, no. and I'm just gonna pick one dude that I don't like. And you yeah. know me, I can drink like a five gallon bucket of Coke. So I'm just going to like have like a, a slat of like 64 glass bottle Cokes and just chug one and then just, just chuck it. <laughs> just hit some poor high school cheerleader. <laughs> just, start, just start lobbing Coke. I might not even drink them. Who knows? Like here, have a Coke. And you just pull, Don't pull even open them. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to open it at this point. Here, have a Coke. You know those commercials like share share a Coke with the world or whatever. Yeah. Just, I'm going to share it at like those commercials never happen. Miles Buck. an hour, just as hard as I can. Bam! Right in the back of somebody's skull. That sounds so amazing, dude. All right. Um. Uh, so I guess uh, it's, it's your this turn. Would man. Love... This would oh, be the time. Oh, wait, we got to do some house. Actually, we have that ad. Yeah, we have. Now this is the craziest thing. Right. This is what is it? This is episode 123. Right, right. I think so. I stopped, in man, I stopped counting. In, in the who does you know? But in the entire course of this show, never once 
did we ever actually have a true political candidate sponsor our show with a pack? Okay. Yes. So we're, uh, it's a little this early. Episode. It's a little early for nah. Trump to start. To start. No, it's not Trump. It's not Trump. What are you talking about? I, no, that's you, you, hear me out, man. What uh, you talking about, Wallaby? Uh, it, it may or may not be a Democrat. This is going to be like that time that we read for Amy Schumer. Different. This one's okay. better. Right. Just trust me. Right. Just trust me. This episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you by Yang Gang 2020. I'm already Andrew Yang. ready to choke you out. Let's Andrew go. Yang for president. Do you know much about Andrew, Andrew Yang, Buck? I know his hats look really stupid. Ah, they're pink is the, pink is the new red, Buck. Pink is the new red. Okay. Gang Gang 2020. Now, um, uh, gun control, environmentalism, and um, uh, social... What are you mumbling policies. over here? <clears throat> but, yeah. uh, but universal basic income, Buck. Which is socialism. Okay. Oh, you could... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, sure. Okay, sure. Listen, 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 listen. Every North American... Between the ages of 18 and 64, we'll get $1,000 a month in universal basic income. Okay. Um, $1,000, repeat, repeat that phrase again. Every single North American between the ages of 18 and 64 will get $1,000 U.S. smackaroos. Okay, so. $1,000. How much is he paying you for this ad? I mean, we I guess all we, get, we, I get a thousand dollars. You get a thousand dollars. Everybody gets a thousand dollars. Okay, Every I found North the flaw American, in this ad. Yes, this yes. hasn't happened in like a hundred episodes, but I found what? the flaw in this ad. Uh-oh. So the key, the key phrase is North American. Okay, what? so you're still legally a resident of Canada until your papers come through. Wait, hold on. I'll read it again. It's like every American citizen. There we go. You see, you've you've caught. The Mandela effect of what you're reading here, uh, as a citizen and and not yet a legal resident American. or citizen of of the United States, you don't get jack squat from Yang Gang. This is garbage. So I guess now listen, I will gladly accept your thousand dollars on your behalf <sighs> and spend it on me because that's what I do. I don't even know what to say. I'm kind of deflated. I was just pretty excited about an extra thousand dollars a month. I am thoroughly enjoying the fact that I just pissed in your cornflakes. It's been a while, but um, continue, continue your ad read for comedic effect now, because what's the what's the point? I don't because the wind know, being out of your sails is is pleasing to me, like liberal uh, tears, because you did this. You brought this onto our a conservative comedy podcast, Andrew Yang. What <laughs> have you okay, been hanging out fine. with Joe Rogan again? Because now last listen. time you got a little weird. Listen, I it look he he made me hit the bong a lot, and yeah, because I wanted to outdo Elon Musk, well, and I, I did mean, outdo Elon. Musk. I didn't outdo Alex Jones, but I did outdo Elon Musk. Yeah, I mean that's impressive. Is there video footage? But plenty. Too bad I can't get it to shut down. <laughs> Continue. Patreon.com slash HWIDG. If you want to support the show, please uh, do it on a monthly basis. Uh, one buck uh, one buck tier uh, gets you uh, early, early access, access to, to the, the episodes. episodes. 
Um, five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes, and um, and then the the ten dollar tier gets you the video, uh, and then the twenty dollar tier gets you the live stream for everyone who's watching right. now. And you're still reading off people's sentences in yeah. your sexy yeah, southern the, drawl. Yeah. Um. Uh. Now we don't have any this week, but you know we I mean we spent a good while the last episode doing that. Oh, so we'll, that was we'll get, like the last episode. All it was was you talking. And just making a fool out of yourself with all these crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was the episode was seven hours long, and I mean, you know, I got a little tired. My my family kind of missed me afterwards. But ah, they'll be fine. All right, all right. All so these piles so of money you throw at them. Patreon.com slash hwdigg. That stands for "Here's what I don't get." Be a patron. Thank Make you, everyone, so. for your support. Uh, let's see. Now, this week's bonus episode comes out. Uh, let's see. This come out on this episode come out on uh, on what? On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Tuesday. So yeah. the bonus episode will come out uh, Friday evening, probably, and then yes. the uh, the mini episode will come out uh, like Saturday around noon, and right. then the uh, the lightning episode will come out Sunday. <clears throat> right, and then we we've got all the spinoff shows because we've got our our network going, and uh, so don't forget to listen to the the other shows uh, that you know they need your support too so um, yeah yeah make sure you do that okay well, we'll, we'll put did those you bring in, in a, did you bring in an issue well i did um i i didn't really plan a big one because i figured nick Riceda i mean you know well, his, he talks a lot his his live streams his... go like well, seriously like 4 8 hours 12 hours something like that like the guy just basically lives in front of a camera so i figured he would eat up most of the show so I only drink prepared... up most of the show. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> uh, so I I just prepared a small one. Um, I'm probably not even okay. going to get that mad. Like I didn't oh. I didn't even bring any whiskey to drink. Really? I just, this you know, is... I I was just going to kind of phone this one in, and I'm feeling very much chagrined about this right now. Well, you know, man, I think with the the hundreds of episodes that we've done so far, I think the audience will forgive you. I think they're just happy to hear your voice. Maybe who knows? Okay. Uh, so here we go. <clears throat> Clear my throat. Here's what I don't get: being penalized for being a parent. Ooh. Yes. So you know that uh, I I still kind of for fun work at my old forklift job. Like I I took some time off when we really started doing the touring and everything. Yeah. And then I went back because it's, it's I, how I you get material. Well, it's it how is. you get material. Yeah. And, and today keeps you real. Yeah. So, um, and plus I missed some of the people there, you know, the little people. So, uh, I went back and of course all the policies are still in place and they still apply to me because I'm just a regular schmo and mm. I still have to, to obey all the rules. So, uh, now obviously it's flu season. Here's a mini issue. Flu vaccines are a load of crap. Oh, they don't work. No, because <laughs> they give you the flu. <laughs> yeah, well, the, for, I mean that's kind of how they work. But no, it's because uh, for several years in a row now in North America they've just predicted the completely wrong strain. So you know me, I'm not an anti-vaxer. I believe in science. I believe in GMOs. But mm -hmm. when you put concern, yeah, well, you you put all this crap into your body for the for the benefit, and then you're just gambling on which benefit you're going to get, right? Oh, we're going to pick how many? I don't even know how many strains of flu there are. Let's just say there are five, and I'm going to we're going to pick one and vaccinate you for that one because you know you don't want multiple flu vaccines. I suppose I don't know. 
and they pick the wrong one, and then the other four just gang up on you and beat you up. Now, if it were me, I'd, you know, whatever. I do, I, I don't care. But it's well, my they can't boy. give you all five, can they? They can't just like zap you with all of them. How should I know? I don't, I'm just not like tip you upside down in the, with it's your forklift like, and then dip you into a vat of like five different types of flu, <laughs> like uh, 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 Achilles. So I can only get flu in my heel. Exactly. Exactly. Quick aside, <laughs> did you know there's actually another? Uh, there's another uh, character. It's kind of like a spinoff of Achilles. Called Bofides. Have you heard of him? No, I've never heard of Bofides. Yeah, so Achilles was dipped in by his heel, and so his heel was his vulnerable. And that's going to be apparently where I, one of my options, get your flu, where I can get yeah. the flu in my 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 heel flu. So, <laughs> yeah. and I can have fever brain. <laughs> but Bofides, his his uh, the, some of the circumstances of his story was different, but they still came to the same crux where he was dipped into the river, but they held him by his testicles. And so his testicles, <laughs> listen, I'm, this I'm a not, real thing. Yeah, I'm not making this up. His testicles were his weak spot. And so there is it's, it's all of our weak spots. <laughs> but it makes doesn't it make sense, though? Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, like, I'm not usually Screw worried about heel. getting hit in the heel. But I'm, yes. if you if you take a swing at my nuts, I'm going to block it. Like, that's my weak it's spot. my weak spot. <laughs> that's like athletes wear support. For that reason. So I think this exactly. I think this one is probably just in case you get a Coke bottle thrown there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's my here's my theory. I think that uh during the, the dark ages when they were changing canon in the Catholic Church, uh they probably and they were like the censoring art to cover up like the penis on David and all this stuff, yeah. you know. I think they had this the story that involved vulnerable testicles Both and were like, Yeah, well the, you know, we can't have that because religion. So uh, we're going to change it. He's going to change his name to Achilles, and it's going to be about his heel, because that's <laughs> well, because then. that's so innocent. Unless it's quite you're French. the theory. So yeah, <laughs> it's it's less risque. So but yeah, so okay. there's Achilles' heel, but then this creeping into public conscience is uh, consciousness is okay. um, both of these nuts. Jeez, both of these. Oh goodness. <laughs> uh, so you're so you're missing work. So you're, so you're missing work because you, you got a flu vaccine shot into your nuts. Hold on, and, hold on, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I have one more thing to say about this. Oh, no. And that is... <laughs> this is another dad joke. <laughs> it's got him. So anyway. You got me. <laughs> Both of these nuts. They're terrible. I did not make that up. That's great. So... uh that was the best getting off into the weeds we've had in weeks. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, the boy got the flu. Okay. He got, he got vaccinated. We got the kids vaccinated. He got the, and then the boosters too. And let me tell you what, as a dad, it breaks my heart to have to sit there and hold my son down while they jab a needle in his leg. And give him autism. Yeah. And so, I mean, he's my kid. There's, you know, he's already got problems. So, <laughs> him and his sister both. I yeah. mean, you've heard the things that they come up. You've heard the things that I do to songs. Now they do it. And they're actually better <laughs> yeah. at it than I am. So uh, he got the flu over the weekend. You know, we went to the I showed you those pictures of me and Aunt Buck and the kids at the walking park. And we were having a great time. Well, like the very next day, that was Saturday, Sunday evening. He starts coming down with the flu. I've got work the next day. Aunt Buck, she's got her job where she's working all these hours uh, as a doctor. And so. 
like Monday morning, he can't go to school because he's got a fever of like 104 or 103, that's 103. Yeah, that's, fever. that's terrible. Yeah. Mm. And well, then that's alarming. Hot blooded. I mean, yeah, he is. He is a buff. So <laughs> hot blooded is that's a reference to, I think, a foreigner song. Hot blooded. Can't you see? Yeah. Got a fever of a. 103. Okay, that's enough singing for me today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought it was uh, check it and see. You know what? Maybe maybe I got that Mandela wrong. Maybe that Who knows? <clears throat> Who knows, man. Oh, for crying out loud. See, this is going to mess with our brains forever. Fever brain for life. Yeah. You're not going to trust anything that you remember. Well, here's you the know. thing, I'm going to enjoy it though. You know me. I I thrive <laughs> in the chaos that I create around me. So, um Monday morning comes around. Our plan was Aunt Buck was going to call out of work, but she's having to fill in at another location for someone else who's already out. And they've like had a bunch of people get fired for being flakes, essentially. Uh, and I can talk about this because uh, no one knows the, the hospital network she works for. So anyway, so she's at this other practice filling in for someone. And they're like, well, you can't call out. Like, we just have to have you today. Don't flake. And that's to come with that, like, you know, that little nudge of don't flake out because these people flaked out. Look what happened to them. Mm. So she uh, calls me or she texts me at work in a panic. Like, hey, I need you. I need you to call me. I need you to call me. And of course, I've got my phone turned off because we're not supposed to have our phones on the production floor. And you know me, I'm a good employee. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, there, play. I'm there for fun. You could lose now. the job, but you don't want to lose the job. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like I'm, so. I'm there for fun now, so I'm going to actually maintain <clears> it. Um, so I've got had my phone ringer turned off. She calls my supervisor. He comes out. He tries to text me, that sneaky guy, to see if I'm going to check his text message and respond to it, thus proving I had my. See what I'm getting at there? So Yeah, yeah. So I <laughs> didn't see that. So he finally comes around break time. He's like, hey, your wife's trying to get a hold of the caller. I call her. She explains the whole thing to me. I'm like, well, the only option is I've got to leave work then to come get him from you. We got to take him to the, the pediatrician to get him checked out. Uh, we don't know at this point that it's the flu. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm not at this point that mad about vaccines, but we'll get there. So I tell my supervisor, I'm like, hey, I got to go. He's like, well, who's going to cover you? I'm like, I don't know, man. That's not my problem. That's your problem now. I've got, I've got a sick kid. Like as yeah. much as I enjoy playing with playing forklift here uh like this is this is real real life so i'm gonna go take care of my kid hmm. and it's like well you know you're gonna get points and you you know you took a lot of time off last year for uh that tour and i was like yeah i know i've, I've got a lot of points accrued whatever like attendance points but mm -hmm. it is what it is so i've got i have to bail out of work they're having to scramble to cover me and i've got that hanging over my head like uh. i can't help it that my kid got sick. Yeah, man, life happens. You gotta, you gotta and, bail when you gotta bail. Oh, like, and there's like when I was working there before, I would get sick sometimes, and then you have that that you have to call out, and then you come back in, and everyone's like, "Oh, you were just laying out," you know? Ah, like, oh, man, just look, you know, screw you. So, uh, I go, we find out he's got the flu, and they write him out of school for an entire week. Well. We're like, what are we going to do? I can't miss a whole week of work. I'm going to lose that job, even with a doctor's note. Like the the way the 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 way the the PTO call out yeah. stuff is sketch is is arranged. 
I can't take the week off to be with my son. So Aunt Buck has to then take the next day off. Like I take him home. I'm with him that day. The next day she's got to take off work and risk her, you know, take that risk. And then the following day, uh, she has to lay out again. And so like he finally got better and he went back to school on Thursday. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm this whole time. It's just crunching in my head. Like this isn't either of our faults. It's not like we wanted the kid to get the flu and there's, there's nothing you can do about it. And you get like sickness just happens, right? Like there's yeah. nothing for it. You just get sick sometimes. And here's the thing. So I got extra points like where I work every year. So, you sorry. Get, are points bad or good? Bad. Or just, okay. Well, there's bad. like some okay. places call them occurrences. Like you get occurrences uh, okay. on your record. These call like points. Demerits. Your, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like points on your license. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And after you get so many points, they take your license away. Well, in this case, they take my paycheck away. Not that I need the thing, but I like, I don't, I like hanging out. So uh, as I'm getting ready to leave, my supervisor's like, well, we got to give you points for this. Points, multiple. Mm -hmm. And I'm already running kind of high. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. What about the freebies? Every year we get three like freebie sick days where it doesn't count against us. And he's like, well, you're, you're not calling out of work. You're leaving early. That doesn't count as a freebie. And I was like, well, wait a minute. So the fact that I tried to come to work today and I have to leave, I'm getting penalized. For, like I, I could have just from the get go said, no, Aunt Buck, we're not going to try for you to leave work or stay out of work. I'll just call in. I'll just call in and you know, we'll get a doctor's note or whatever if we have to. And that'll cover me the rest of the week. But no, because I tried to go to work and then I had to leave on an emergency an emergency, mm -hmm. I'm penalized. Now, if I had called out with like anal glaucoma because I just didn't see my ass going to work that day covered <laughs> by a freebie right yes. what are they going to do like you know come check check me with a thermometer so man but my kid and she even brought the kid to work to hand him off right. to me because she had to go to work and I had to take him to the doctor yeah. so like the supervisor even comes out and I'm like here like, he's really sick don't don't penalize me for this check his head and he like walks over and like feels his head with it. And the kid's smoldering hot. Doesn't matter. Corporate policy. Corporate policy. He was like, you know, you know, I hate it for you, but not my not my problem. Which is why I didn't feel bad about not my problem. Who's going to cover me? Right. And he's Man, got kids, you know, so that really ticks me off. That's the problem with this automaton culture. You know, like the the the, the robotics of corporate policies and stuff like that. Like, and the other thing is, it, it's also a sad indictment of. <clears throat> And and for our lady listeners, of which we have plenty, plenty. Yeah. There's many, many lady listeners that listen to this show. I and this is going to come out the wrong way. I mean, Gavin McInnes, when he was on, he he brought this up too, and it was um, the sad reality of two income households, right? Two income households. You, you know, like in the in the old days, man goes to work, woman stays home, kid is sick. Well, woman's already home. Yeah. Right. Like it's, it's not a problem. It doesn't, it's not a problem. And so, you know, you had that, that thing, but unfortunately because of the economy, the way it is and, and, and where, where our society is pushing us, like you need a dual income household to be able to get by. It's, it's just the way it is. And well, it's, and everybody suffers for it. It yeah. sucks. But, and like before the show took off and Aunt Buck and I both had to work. Yes. Um, and I know that now she doesn't have to work for us to survive. Because, but she wants to work. Like, that's I mean, her passion. That, yeah. Like, like yeah, medicine's exactly. her passion. 
you know, yes. she she went to school for a couple of years. She got started, yep. man. And, and I don't want her to have to give up her dream because her kid got okay. sick. Same with my wife, but she works part time. But I mean, you know, like uh, we, we make do, you know, yeah. just figure it out. Like, I mean, you know, like you, you don't, your whole life doesn't revolve around your house. I get it. But, but the thing is, is like, <clears throat> for me, it's, it's not as big of a thing because I'm not tied to it for, for my survival, but a lot of people are. And you know how angry that makes me to see other people suffer. So, well, I always feel bad, actually. Like, I used to work with, um, there was a lady who I worked with who was a single mom. And, you know, like, it, she could not get anywhere with that job. She couldn't get, you know, she couldn't get up the ranks because every time that she had to come, it was, even little things like like PD days. Like, when your school, yeah. like, has it where, like, the teachers take the day off when everybody else isn't. And you yeah. have to, like, who else is going to, unless you have day, daycare. And again, it's just, it, it, tra- it travels downstream. And I felt bad for this lady. Cause again, she would have sick kids and just have to miss. And then like, basically like she would just get passed over for every raise and yeah. every single promotion. And then somebody would say that's like discrimination is like, it's not though, because the thing is, is that like in the grand scheme to the company, who's being most productive and it sucks. It just sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. It's the whole I, thing is I just feel- really, just, just, yeah. just so stupid. So that's, I wasn't even able to really work up a good, a good froth and anger on that one. I apologize to the listeners. It's well, just no, not- man, like, you, you're a dad and you gotta, you know, like, I mean, I feel you, I, I'm sure the, 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 the rest, the, the rest of the listeners can feel you too, man. Like, I mean, they've all got this sort of things going on and throw this back to when you were a child and remember those times when your parents did it, did it for you. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they, my parents missed, missed some work because of me. And so, you know, if if you haven't if you haven't in a little while, call your parents. Tell them you love them. Tell <laughs> That's dad, a good idea. Tell yeah. your dad thank you for all the all, all the 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 back breaking labor that he does. Tell your mom thank you for all the late nights of mopping up your vomit and, <laughs> yeah, and exactly. cuddling you and exposing yourself to your man. And oh. this here's one last thought. School is designed to get kids sick. I am just about certain. Because kids are petri dishes anyway, of their own accord. Oh, totally. And especially like when the weather starts to change, so kids are getting like the the pollen and they're getting snotty and they're outside all the time because it's finally warm. They've been cooped up in the house, so they're all winter, so they're they're already carrying around all this bacteria from being in closed quarters. And then the pollen happens. Now they're snotty. Their ears are getting stopped up. They're getting ear infections, and they're just passing that stuff around, man. My daughter, a couple weeks ago, got pink eye. Just I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and Man, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, she couldn't go to school? Nope. I could, you know, and fortunately, we had some help with that one, but nobody wants to watch a kid with the flu. Like, you can't go to your babysitter and be like, hey, my kid's got the flu. Can you watch him? No, because they got other kids they're watching, too. Well, and it's funny because you brought up earlier about moms mopping up uh, vomit. And it, it totally reminded me, go back and listen to episode 77 when we had Martha Stewart on and she gave tips on how to mop up vomit. So, yeah. you know, it's amazing. When, the more shows we make, the more of a, of a library of information and intelligence uh, you can gather, you know, just from- It makes just for a well-rounded show. Yeah. Exactly. When, when she brought in, uh, you know, vomit on floors as her issue- uh, she had the solution. It was incredible. Yeah. So, I mean, she kind of did know it. She didn't really get the concept, but you know, yeah. it was a, it was a good episode. It was a lot of fun. <clears throat> I had a lot of fun watching her uh, go to prison years ago. So anyway, that's my issue. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, 
This is uh, I mean, it's shorter than normal, but I mean, I think yeah. I think the listeners got what they wanted, and and if it's not I mean, enough, really, you know, we, we got you know we put out so many episodes every week, it's absurd. So, exactly. But that's why that's why we make the big bucks. We put in the work. We stayed with it. <laughs> Two and a half years, never missed a week. So Exactly. <laughs> I guess uh, we don't have any voicemails this week. We got those on the last episode. So yeah. is there any closing thoughts, man? Nah, man. Just uh, clean up that vomit the way Martha told you. And um, don't huck those Coca-Cola bottles at poor high school students. Or do. And, and don't try to go into work. Just call into work sick. Just ahead. give up immediately. That's the, that's the moral takeaway here. Quit early before bad stuff happens to you. That's quit that's early. Probably... Always weasel your way out. Lie about everything constantly, constantly. And constantly. anytime you have a chance to uh, perform some kind of chicanery on your boss, do it immediately, instantly, instantly. I believe yeah. that's. I, I believe that's uh, what the great magnet would have us do. All right. So thank you for listening, everyone. This has been. Here's what I don't get. I'm Joel Chaco. I'm Uncle Buck. Ciao, ciao, mother truckers. <laughs> bye bye